0: Hi, welcome to the Tuesday Afternoon Podcast with Ben and Wren, in a time when we are learning to lean more on each other. We are doing this because we want to explore ways to live out our faith every day, even on a beautifully ordinary Tuesday afternoon. Hello and welcome to the Tuesday Afternoon Podcast with Ben and Wren. I am Wren. And hello, I'm Ben. We're really glad that you decided to join us this week, and we hope that the time we spend together will bring you a little bit of happiness and a pocket of peace or two. Um, so just wondering, Ben, how's your week been going so far? We had a nice long weekend.
1: Yes. Um, have, I'm doing so doing well so far <laughs> this week. Um, yeah, had a nice relaxing weekend. We were able to get some things done. Had some good time with the kids. Doing awesome. great. How about you?
0: Yeah. Man, it was a whirlwind of a weekend. We took a... Um, Day trip to Raleigh on Sun uh, Sunday, yeah, just John and I, we um, were able to see Katie and have an outside short visit with my mom and dad, which was nice, and then headed back home. And yesterday was so pleasant just to be able to stay home and have that extra time to do nothing if you really wanted to. Yeah. I really wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I
1: wouldn't say I did nothing yesterday. I definitely had to write a paper and mm. uh, spent a lot of time playing games with the kids, but it was a great day.
0: Yeah, and I sp- I spent some time yesterday um, purging a dresser um, from top to bottom. I took everything out, decided what I didn't need to keep anymore, and then just put back only the essential things that I needed, and... Um, that was really, um, it was really nice for my whole mindset. Mm-hmm. Really, it it just was such a, a cleansing, not only of physical things that I didn't need anymore, but I feel like it opens up space in your head when you do things like that.
1: Yes, yeah. Let's talk about that because we we did a similar thing. We mm-hmm. cleaned out. Our, some of the spaces in our house definitely spent some time clearing up some space in the kids' room. Mm-hmm. They just accumulate a lot of things. Yep. And we had a whole giant bag of things that was overflowing to take to Allegheny Cares today, and that was a really good feeling.
0: Yeah, I'm sure the kids really felt good about it too.
1: Yeah, I hope they're not listening because I don't know <laughs> <laughs> how great they felt, and there's definitely some things in the bottom of the bag that they didn't. Quite No, but they, what they don't know won't hurt them. It's fine. They oh, never, no,
0: yeah. it won't. I've I've been there. It, yeah. They'll probably <laughs> never ask you for whatever that was in the bottom of the bag. But if they saw in it. In six months. Oh, yeah. yes. Of course. Oh, I play but with that. But that's th- my favorite so-and-so. Yeah. yeah I played with that four years ago. That's
1: my favorite broken paper clip that I love <laughs> to leave in the floor all the time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yep. That is so true. That's funny. So, well, good. Yeah. So, you know, how, what is it like, how does that affect us when we physically take things out of our life like that and, um, free up that space in our home on a shelf, wherever it is in a drawer. And then also it frees up space in our mind to, to do what then to, um, I don't know how how does it how does it manifest in other ways other Mm -hmm. than just what you took out of the house.
1: Yeah, it's one of I don't I'm I don't know that I'm going to use the right language here, but I feel like it's one of those practices that it's an external action that has Mm -hmm. internal ramifications. Yeah, even though it doesn't feel like there's a connection between clearing the junk off the top of my dresser and getting getting it out and getting things organized and sorted. Um, it really does help with the amount of brain space and mental energy and just internal organization that I feel like I have. It, yeah, it it yeah. it's more than just cleaning. it's it's a true decluttering,
0: yeah. I think that it um I for me yesterday, i it just automatically felt like, okay, what's next? I'm ready to do something else. Mm-hmm. I felt less burdened. I don't know, um, and and ready to try, you know, making soup or doing something else that I might not have otherwise done because I was in a mode of, okay, I got that behind me and cleaned out and taken care of, so I want to do something else now that also brings me joy and opens up more space. So let me ask
1: you this. What do you think is a good middle path on decluttering? Because I feel like it can be really easy... To kind of go into the minimalist camp, mm-hmm. which I, I, I feel drawn to, but if I'm honest, it can sometimes be just as stressful
0: yeah.
1: uh, to live that way as it can be to hold on to things mm-hmm. for too long. Um, yeah. So, wh- where do you find a middle path in that, Ren?
0: Yeah, you're right. the The minimalist thing, it is tempting. You're like, that would be so great to just have the bare minimum of the things that you need. But I feel like if I'm being realistic, you know, I do have sentimental items that I like to see every day that I have out on shelves or I might have more candles than I actually really need. But they make me happy and I switch them out and use them in mm-hmm. different places. So I feel like there is a balance. Um, and I think it has a lot to do with how we're feeling mentally about what's going on around us in our homes, in our lives, at work. Um and it would be easy to have so much stuff because, like you said, you know that's a paperclip that I <laughs> had on my floor for a year, and I always know where it is. There's a balance between getting rid of things like that and letting go of so many things that you feel like that, like you said, is also stressful. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. That's a really good, it's probably a different answer for everyone. I, I think would think. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, go
1: ahead. Yeah. Well, I I have been reading about digital minimalism uh-huh. as well and uh I think this conversation for me about, you know, new seasons, new beginnings, uh maybe taking stock and decluttering mm-hmm. uh that's about the intangible spaces as well. Yeah. Um and so I've been I've been thinking about ways to reduce the amount of screen time that I have or at least the amount of time that I'm attached right, uh, to, to a device, which is, I will be honest, is very hard for me. And I think that's why I need to pay attention to it because it's difficult.
0: Yep. Um, it is hard to do. We have a room in our home that um, there is some technology in there from time to time, but it's more of a space where that's where I do my yoga and that's mm-hmm. when I... That's where I sit on the couch in the evening and have my drink and watch the world go by. And there's no television in there or anything. And um, so it's good to have a physical space where it's pretty well understood that we're not going to be sitting in there working on our computer or anything. Um, yeah, and I think if you if you physically say to yourself, okay, this space is where I'm going to be for an hour a day and there's no phone allowed. Once you get in a habit of that, I feel like it would come more naturally and maybe easier for some folks than others, but it is hard to separate. We've all been so conditioned to, you know, see what's happening or is someone texting me or Mm -hmm. I need to send so-and-so a message real quick and all those let-me-do-that-real-quicks add up in a hurry.
1: Yeah, and it's especially hard when, you know, my job doesn't really have like a nine-to-five attached Mm -hmm. to it. It's Mm -hmm. just kind of... Spread throughout all of time and space, so <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> um, so it's important to to find those boundaries and to set them yeah. yeah it's it's part of those little things that add up into big things exactly and those are important to pay attention to
0: yeah and and it's uh, it's more difficult for folks that are super giving of their time naturally, not that. I'm saying I'm not necessarily one of those people. I feel like I'm generous, but I I feel like I've gotten pretty good at setting boundaries for myself as far as, you know, I don't really want to talk on the phone after 8 o'clock at night, or if I bring my things home from school so that I can Zoom from home one day. At the end of the day, I have to put everything from school in the trunk of my car, not even in the back seat. I can't see it. Nice. That's how I separate. Yep. And um that wouldn't be the same i mean some people would be fine just leaving it in their living room or wherever they were working from but for me i have to i have to physically be separated from work at the end of the day and i think it's healthy to know those things about yourself and have those habits whatever works for you don't be afraid to set that boundary and just tell people this is this is how i feel about this and you know people People will understand, or they won't, and And that's really not for you to worry about. That's right. That's not on you. That's not on you. Yeah. And that's a hard thing to do.
1: Yes. Yes, it is. (laughs) What are some other little things that add up into big things that you've noticed in life, Ren?
0: Gosh, I have noticed that when I go for walks out in the sunshine, that it changes my day for the better every single time, Mm -hmm. whether it's cold or warm and when I get home the difference is I'm a nicer person and on the days that it's too cold or or it's raining or whatever, and I have the treadmill which I use but it's not the same, not the same. Uh, it's not the same as being outside in the world and listening to the birds sing and just seeing the blue sky and feeling like you are so small and this world is so huge makes such a difference mm. um that's one of the things that I really notice a lot. And I I feel like I um, tend to notice little things more when I take myself out of my home environment, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, because that's where you're comfortable. Yeah. So you have to get out of those comfortable that's spaces true. to yep, absolutely. gain perspective.
0: Yeah, that is true. What about you?
1: Well, uh, you know, we were talking earlier about slowing down mm-hmm. and taking time to listen, and, and one thing that I think is a little thing that adds up to big things. I hope I've been trying to be intentional about listening to myself in the way that I talk to my children yeah, and trying to pay attention to the emotions that are going on behind the scenes that they don't really know about and going back and talking to them even at, at, after the fact, you know, this morning had a moment where me and one of my kids just kind of just kept escalating each other.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: And uh having to go back later and say, you know, dad's kind of up here today and this is <laughs> these yeah. are the things that are in my life and apologizing but also, you know, talking about what was important in that moment. Yeah. And sometimes my kids look at me with big eyes and don't I don't understand anything that you're saying. But I still think it's important <laughs> to I, to have those conversations, to, to show that I'm human and I don't yeah. know. I I hope that teaches them to Listen to themselves too, and be able to separate, um, yeah, their intense reactions from maybe not what's going on in the moment, but what's going on in the background.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, it gives them um, a broader perspective, and it helps them to see you as a human person mm-hmm. rather than just my dad. Yeah. And I recall many times doing the same things with my kids, going back and well, let me just think about what I what I said, what was my tone of voice, and maybe I need to revisit and talk to so and so. And you know, our oldest, I think that it real I think that he appreciated that. But then our kids are all so different. And sometimes I would just get this look like, I mean, I've moved past that. Why are you talking about this again? Yeah. I get that look too. But if it made me feel better and it's not harming them at all. And I think those little things add up over time. And the ch- and kids do, if you do it often enough, it does sink in whether you think they're really paying attention or not. I have found that to be absolutely true. Well, that's good yeah. to hear. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. good news. Yeah, mostly the good things stick with them. Yeah, but you I, know, that's good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, because you know, in times like these, it's so easy to get. Something in the mail that stresses you out, mm-hmm. and then get an email on your phone that stresses you out, and yeah. then something on your to do list you remember that stresses you out, and then your child does something that's been driving you crazy, mm-hmm. but you just can't handle it for the thirteenth time. Yeah, and boom, there it is. And <laughs> yeah, it takes a while to process that and reverse engineer it. Yeah,
0: it does, and it and it lets them know that you are you are human and you are real, and stress is okay, and revisiting it like like you do, um, helps them to know that, you know, you care and you make mistakes and you own up to them and it's, you move forward, yes,
1: <laughs> just for the sake of integrity. I want to make sure I say I revisit those conversations sometimes. <laughs> sometimes
0: that <laughs> those is are fair, good days. that is very fair. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. And sometimes we go sit in our closet and have a good cry. That's a that's coming from a mother who's yes. been there and done that too. So mm-hmm. it's it's all good, <laughs> especially this year. Oh, my goodness, I can't even imagine raising small children right now. I have so many. So much respect for you all that are doing that right now. It must be very difficult.
1: It's an adventure.
0: It's an adventure. Well, as long as you look at it that way, in good shape. (laughs) On good days. (laughs) So um, let's talk about some some signs that we might have seen, I don't know, could be over the last few days or at some point where you think, you know, I stopped for whatever reason in this moment and here's what happened to make me realize, wow, what if I hadn't stopped and hadn't noticed whatever it was. Um, I'm thinking about um, something that happened Sunday, actually, when we were in Raleigh and we had visited my mom and dad, so we were driving through their neighborhood to get to their house, and there's a house on the corner up the street from them where a friend of mine lived when I was a teenager. I spent so much time at her house, and she was always at my house, Well, her family has long since moved away from that house, but that's always been their house, you know. And um, as we're driving through the neighborhood, looked over and the house had been completely leveled, Mm. nothing but a pile of dirt, and it just really floored me. I wasn't expecting that, and it made me really sad, and I was talking to my mom about it, and they were explaining how it all went, and how just one day's time, the bulldozers just took it all out. And so on our way back out of the neighborhood, I just suddenly I just said to John, like, could you just pull over at the houses? I just feel like I need to take a minute. Um, and there was one lamppost down on the sidewalk, nothing else, not even a mailbox, no sidewalk, no nothing, one little lamppost still standing. And on top of that lamppost was the most beautiful little bluebird you ever saw. And he just stood there. He just was... Statuesque and didn't move. And um, I felt like that was a sign that I could move forward, that everything was okay. And so I don't know, that might, that may or may not have meant something to someone else, but for me, it was really huge. And I'm so glad that we stopped for those 30 seconds. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was cool.
1: (laughs) That's awesome.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, It's important to stop and pay attention and Mm -hmm. breathe.
0: Yes. And
1: see what is around. hmm
0: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you. That, that's, a, that's a good story. I'm wondering if you have any other, um, anything that happened this week that made you happy?
0: Yeah, let's see. What made me happy this week was yesterday while I was cleaning up my dresser, I listened to three podcasts, and they were all different wow. ones, and that made me happy. I love having time alone to do a project and this is like the perfect time to listen to a podcast because you don't have to use your eyes to pay attention to it and it's just you can just listen to it and sometimes you learn something new or sometimes it's just mindless fun things to to listen to. That's great. What about you?
1: Uh, well, Kyle and I, we typically like watch an episode of something in the evening mm-hmm. and we've been watching the queen's gambit, which is a great show okay. on Netflix, but super yeah. heavy. I, yeah, I tend sure. to not like heavy things as much. Um, so we've been bouncing that out with watching uh, jeopardy on Netflix <gasps> Yay! and they've got some old, <laughs> I don't know. They're from several years ago. Yeah. Um, but I just, I've rediscovered my love for that it's show so it's so fun. And yeah. I don't know, it just, we have fun laughing about it and trying to answer questions and giving wrong answers to that are funny and Yeah, it's a good time.
0: Yeah. I, I watched two episodes last night myself. Jeopardy is a, a slippery slope if you like that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Because I think, like I mentioned a few weeks ago, I, I watched six episodes one night before I even realized it. I believe it. And yep. it was just... But that, you know, you're watching Jeopardy. Yeah, you so learn something. <laughs> it's, it's good. It's, yeah. Alex <laughs> teaches me something every time. So... Um, Let's see. Um, Happy Songs. Do you have a happy song today?
1: Uh, Yeah, so the lyrics are sad, but the song makes me happy. It's called um, Half Your Love by Bahamas. Hmm. Uh,
0: Okay.
1: Just kind of discovered that guy and his music this weekend and like a lot of the songs, but that's the one I'll choose. That was a good one. What
0: type of music is that, would you say? Or is it sort of across genres as they
1: So, say. I would say it it's a it's very guitar heavy, which I really like. Oh, yeah, me yeah. too. Yeah. So, um he either kind of like that nice full clean electric guitar sound. Mm-hmm. Um a little 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 rocky, little jazzy, uh, kind of like a more serious John Mayer.
0: Oh, I really like John Mayer.
1: John Mayer is a guilty pleasure to listen for me. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah, you might like it.
0: Yeah, his room for squares album is one of my favorite albums of all time. Yes, I, listen, I can listen to the whole thing, and mm-hmm. that was a good one. Okay, so um, my song for this week is "Turn Turn Turn" by the Birds. Yeah, and I just felt like it's a new beginning. We're um, there are lots of new beginnings this week. It's a new year, lots of new beginnings, um, and so I just felt like that was a good a good song to help celebrate those small things that you notice and things that lead us to bigger things in our lives. And yeah.
1: It's a good song for new beginnings.
0: I think so. So, um, thank you for being with us this week. And would you like to lead us out in a, a short prayer this yes. afternoon? Okay, great.
1: God, as we go into new months and new years and new seasons, may we look for you and listen for where you're leading us. May we walk in your love, and may we invite everyone we come in contact with along for the journey. We ask this in the way of Jesus. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you.